Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAs. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA, we've got a few recovery periods, we have your back, and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show hey everyone welcome back to the ha podcast we have a different type of episode for you today yeah we do i like switching it up i really do (laughs) yeah i like switching it up too and you know as many of you guys know right now enrollment for the holistic ha practitioner certification is currently open um, which is, you know, why we're doing this com- this conversation, having this conversation, because that is truthfully a common question. Like, I don't know about you, Ash, but I'll get DMs of people who will say, you know, hey, what did you study? Or how do you know if this is something that you're ready to do? Um, it was a recent Q&A question we got on Instagram. So we thought, what you know, this is just a great episode to do in general for anyone who's like, yeah, my life was turned upside down by this. I see a bunch of benefit and I want to fill the gap. In our yeah. System. Or you're like, everybody I know actually has age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they're on like, the spectrum. I, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's interesting whenever like you finally like realize that you have H8 and you're like, but I'm not the only one with this issue and then like your eyes are open and then like you're looking at everybody like is she ovulating does she have a period (sighs) and so obviously curiosity with compassion is I think one of the first things right that like you would probably really need 
And the great thing is, is that I'm not the most compassionate person known to mankind, but when I coach, like, Mm -hmm. it's just like this funnel of where I just like all this compassion comes from. I like that. That's an interesting um, concept. I would agree that uh, I don't just like have compassion every area of my life. And it was this totally one, this, this massive thing that changed where I was like, I see. Um, I think the moment I realized that uh, a lot of people are going through and having the same inner dialogue and the same fears and stuff. Cause I was, uh, for those who don't know my story necessarily, I like when I had HA and I was going through recovery, I started drawing a lot and I started um, illustrating and like drawing and writing about the things that I needed to hear about at the time. And all these women were like sharing it and going like sending me messages, be like, this is really helpful. And I feel the exact same way. And I was like, hang on a second. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. This is important. I have never had an original thought in my life. Oh, yes. Yes. So (laughs) I didn't really intend to go down the compassion route. It kind of just flew out of my mouth, but it's true. Right. I think so. Let's just kind of address this first. I think what makes somebody ready to be a coach or has the ability to be a great coach is that over time, as long as you don't forget the absolute turmoil that you went Mm -hmm. through going through HA and not saying that you had to relive trauma. I don't know about y'all, but mine was like, (laughs) mine was next level. But if anytime I walk away from that, then it's like, I know I cannot serve my client because just because I have said, during the day, increase your carbs. And even though I may have said that 12 times today for that person receiving it, it could be the first time. It could be the second time. Mm -hmm. It could be such a vulnerable spot where they're like, I know I need to, but I don't want to. And so really the truth without compassion, well, I absolutely believe this. The truth without compassion is just really, really like rude (laughs) because it's just so rude. And so, but like one of the things is, is that truth delivered around this topic is already going to be harsh because it goes against every single thing we want to believe. Right. So to deliver truth in anything other than compassion really starts to become like either prideful where it's just all about your ego. You're just being selfish. And so I really think that it's like, we have to make sure that when you are coaching, you are coaching with a compassionate hat on that. Everything has to be filtered through that lens. And so I don't want you guys to feel like, Oh, well, I'm not a compassionate person. Have you met Danny and I outside of coaching? No, we are not compassionate people, yes. but, but this is so close to our heart that we absolutely coach with compassion. Yeah. I, it's the only it's truly the only reason we're doing this it was there was definitely no moment where we're like oh my gosh like cha-ching uh, market that hasn't been touched like let's create a coaching practice like no and I think mm-hmm. anyone who works in um fitness I mean maybe people don't know this but in like fitness personal training space for example that that's not a, if you want to get rich like that ain't gonna be where right you know what I mean? Um, and I think that there's an element, you know, where people who go into personal training, you know, they do it out of like a, they had a huge transformation of their life themselves, you know? Um, and so that, that tends to be like why they go down this route. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. It's like a lot of the time why dietitians become dietitians and it's, Mm -hmm. uh, you had such an impactful change in your life and your confidence that you want to pass it on to other people. And that is what happens all the time in HA. You know, I don't think people go through IVF and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to become this like IVF advocate. I don't think that that happens because I don't think it changes people's lives in the way that going through this process um, of like learning to fuel yourself and have compassion and look after yourself like the way that that truly opens your eyes well it's one of those things that in order to recover you do have to swim upstream 
and it takes so much um, out of you to swim upstream. Like when it, not saying that an IVF journey isn't swimming upstream, but it's one of those things of like, everybody in the world is telling you to lose weight and you need to possibly gain weight. Everyone's telling you to cut out carbs and you possibly need to add in carbs. Everyone in the world is telling you that your exercise routine is fine because you're so disciplined and you're so fit. But what, but what your chart is telling you is that like, oh my gosh, like I am under recovered and I'm not feeling enough. And I have suboptimal, um, I have suboptimal cycles, right. Or, or I don't have a cycle at all. And so it's having to do all these different things that, um, that like you didn't do before, or that's not celebrated. And so in order to help someone keep swimming upstream, you've got to be able to remember what it's like being in their shoes, swimming upstream yourself and what, and what that felt like. And what were the things that you needed along with some of the things of what they need, which kind of brings me to my next thing of how do you know that you're ready to be a coach is if you're willing to be curious and ask really good questions say more yes so think about um coaching is actually not about telling people everything what to do I coaching huh I oh everybody that. does yeah everybody like does. I need the answer and then you have to bring it back like hang on a second it's not my job to always know the answer yes yes you know mean like are you willing to stay curious with them? And like, so it's like one of those things of asking. So even though you know the answer, most of the time in a coaching session, like you will know the answer probably relatively soon. And then like, you have to spend the rest of the time asking questions that leads them to have that own, like their own aha moment, their own discovery moment. And so if you like seeing people have that aha moment and that light bulb click and things be like, oh my gosh, then that's a great sign that you are ready to be a coach. And it's like one of those things I had to like, so like when I first went through my counseling training, I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I think I've been communicating wrong my entire life. And I just stopped talking for like six months. I was like, I'm just going to (laughs) stop anyways. But it was just really, um, I had to realize that it's not just enough to encourage somebody, but I have to be able to be quiet enough to let them have their own moment and willing to step out and not be the one that always has the right answers, but, but, but is willing to facilitate them finding the right answer, you know? And so that's not an easy skill. So I don't want you guys to feel like, oh my gosh, guys, this is such a tall, (laughs) you know what I mean? List, but are you willing to like, celebrate somebody having that moment Hmm. instead of it being about you always knowing the answer I think that's a great sign that you're ready to be a coach is that you're like yeah I do want to facilitate somebody having that moment for themselves yeah I think what's comforting about this is a a big fear for people is like I don't have all the answers I don't know all the information so I can't serve necessarily but you actually just need to be someone's partner in finding the answers, which can mean, yes, just listening, asking them the right questions and guiding. Sometimes I, I don't know what Yash, but there are times where I leave calls and I realize like, wow, I shared a lot of information. Like I spoke a lot, um, you know, because I, I, when you have coached for so long and had so many conversations, you kind of do have a lot of insight that you could share uh, and you have to like actively pull back on it sometimes because you just talk a lot. And it's not that people don't appreciate it because they're learning a lot from that, but they didn't get their opportunity to have that moment. And so you, you're like, okay, well, next I'll make a note that next session I'm going to shut up. Oh my <laughs> but gosh. The, and yes. all of that will happen. But the good news is, your job's actually to get them talking. And I like that a lot because it means oh you gosh. don't, yes. the, the, it takes the pressure away. And I think like my early days um, and you're old, you're just going to go through it. But my early days, yeah. um, I would talk to like my coach or my therapist because um, a therapist is like so similar to what we do that I got to just like, I would ask yeah. her, her opinion. Um, but 
I would feel like I would have this so much anxiousness, like I'd be sweating before calls, you know, and like, um, just super nervous and went through this whole process and of realizing I don't have to have those answers. I just have to like lean on my compassion, my ability to be curious, my ability to ask the right questions. And like, maybe some of my knowledge, <laughs> um, and then I can just show up. And since then I have not broken a sweat before a coaching call at all. Like I do, <laughs> I do not feel any stress yeah. about a client's name being on my calendar on that day yeah I like you brought up so many good things and so I don't want to forget so remind me I'm gonna circle back to oh gosh I just it left down. my brain uh oh, no. no 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 being that you don't know right so but like you had said something oh my gosh it was so good it was so good okay so well let's just address that first not um, knowing oh. talk, talking too much have not oh, been yes, in the yes, moment yes. Um, someone said this to me, it was so profound that I about fell out of my seat. I was like, <laughs> is it takes confidence to be quiet, <sighs> to be silent. It you used takes... to tease me in the early community yes. calls because I hated when people would be silent. Yeah. It takes confidence to be silent and let that person go through like just an uncomfortable, awkward, you know, they're just crawling out of their skin because they don't, because like in that moment they're wrestling, oh my gosh, I may actually really have to reduce my exercise. Cause I've known that that was always it. You know what I mean? I have intuitively known that that was it. And now we're talking about it. And so it's like our silence allows them to navigate that. And because we're human, like we want to jump in and save them from the awkwardness or like save them from, you know, just feeling like, no, I don't want to feel this way about having to give up exercise. But if I save you all the time, you're never going to have your transformation moment. So instead I could be silent and have compassion and let you have that moment and then comfort you as soon as you get out of that moment and reassure you and then and then you know it's so like reassure you that this is the right move provide you education on why it is the right move mm -hmm. and then provide you testimonials of how somebody else has recovered with this right move right so our silence is such a great partner with education encouragement and you know structure the other mm -hmm. thing is I think it's powerful I personally actually just hired somebody who, who was like you know what I actually don't know but let me circle back to this one person who like does know or I'm going to call the labs and then and then I'm going to get back to you when she said that I was like boom that's my person because that's a thinker that's someone who doesn't try to know it all I actually don't trust people that that come off as know-it-all or like yes people I don't I don't trust you because I know, first off, I know that you don't know it all. And two, if, if you are a yes person, then that means you have no boundaries. And I actually can't depend on you because you potentially have said yes to everything and everyone else. So for me, like the, you know, like, you know, like those are two big, like red flags for me. So to be able to say, I mean, I say this all the time, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I have this one client, she actually, which is interesting, Danny, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this, but I'm starting to see more clients with chronic pain. And I have a whole theory in some science to back it up. But as I'm forming this theory and as I'm researching, I will say, you know, I actually am not a pain <laughs> management specialist. That is not my, you know, like my like my like zone of genius but I have a few thoughts give me a couple weeks I'm going to like google a few things I'm going to dive into the research and I'm and then I'm going to just kind of tell you what I think it is and then I want you to go talk to your doctor about it you know what I mean because the, I'm not here to I I'm not here to solve every single problem and you know, like when it comes to HA there is a host a host of symptoms that come along with it and I do know that getting them ovulating and having three to six months of estrogen and progesterone flowing is going to solve majority of those things, but I can't, and I don't have the capacity to solve every single problem that, mm. that they have. Some things really do need to be worked out. And then my last point is only because I've been watching so much magic school bus with Nuggy. If you notice miss frizzle, take some off. 
Oh, you need to, well, wait till Zara. Miss um, Frizzle takes her class on a field trip. She always knows the person in, in the end. They're like, of course, Miss Frizzle knows her or knows them. <laughs> and she always knows the answer. She always knows the right way. She always knows the answer, but she facilitates her kids like learning, failing, trying again, and then coming along and like whenever they need help, giving them a hint so that they have this whole, so like the whole episode is about them learning something and she knew it all along, but, but they're, you know what I mean? But they're so engaged and it's so part of their memory and it's part of their learning experience because she facilitates the learning experience. She's not sitting up there lecturing me and then it's this and then it's this, uh uh-huh. And then this is, and make sure that you take notes and then this is it. You know what I mean? Like that's not what she's doing. So in, I'm just saying, if there's anybody with kids and they've watched one too many Magic School Bus, if you feel like you would be interested in facilitating someone's learning journey Mm. that way, you know what I mean? Then I think that's a great sign that you're ready to dive in. Yeah. I like that. that (laughs) analogy. It makes me think of all of the, the bluey learnings, which I won't dive into, but that's, that's a good show. Um, okay. So yes, the way that uh, one of the ways you know you're ready is if you, you are ready to to listen and be willing to help other people find the answers. You know, I learn things from clients all of the time because they've done their deep research. And they're like, oh, I read this thing. And they're like, oh, tell me more, you know? Um, and it's like someone to share that with. <sighs> okay, what's another one, Ash? One of the next reasons or ways that you know that you're ready, right, is not necessarily because you've been recovered for a certain amount of time. Right. It's that you feel that you are steps ahead of others at all, I think, personally. The way that I know that this is true is from seeing women in the HA society coaching other women. Mm through the steps that they were in not that long ago and also from myself being having the audacity (laughs) to uh, start a coaching practice within a year of having recovered myself um quite truthfully that's exactly what happened uh I hadn't definitely started with significantly less knowledge than I have now prices reflected as such um, which is which is important I think I charge yeah. like six, 60 bucks a month for weekly coaching yeah right yeah that's yeah. like that's called an internship and um I'm paying yeah. you to work with you basically at this point <laughs> yes no exactly so but, uh... but you know you just need to be a little bit further along to guide people. I think your level of experience is just, um, you know, and what exactly you have to serve and to offer is reflected um, in pricing and is different. But, you know, in a nutshell, you're ready to help others. If you find yourself in communities or having conversations with other people, advising them on aspects of recovery it shows and feel it shows that you have that muscle in you you have that compassion and that desire and you do have some knowledge and some experience to share you know you can learn the rest right you're ready because you're already doing it yeah and I also think yes so think about like one of those things again of what you've been through potentially there's a part of that that someone else may need or all of it you know what I mean um and I just actually think that as long as we are open to learning um Danny and I had just started this coaching thing and one of the things that she was saying is that um out of like I think it was like what value joy or something like that I don't Mm. know I was just paying attention to this one nugget, but value, that- joy, and skill. 
oh, value joining skill that skill is the only one that you could actually increase like learn like you know like through learning meaning that your skill is never well I mean it could be if like you choose to feel like you know everything and you're not committed to learning so that's a whole other issue but as long as you're committed to be a lifelong learner your skill is always going to improve always yeah it's uh in fact there's some downside to sort of studying the skill first do you know like skipping yeah. are you steps talking ahead no, no 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 I mean like we can like go there but what was that like you're on the top of mount mount stupid whenever like whenever you think that you know everything yeah I was like oh that's so good because um as long as you are committed to learning and you're committed to like not being saying like you know saying that I don't know everything that there is to know and I'm not ashamed about that because I'm committed to learning I think that, that that's what makes you a great coach because it brings in that compassion you're humble you're willing to be wrong and your whole identity and worth isn't about being right hmm. I just thought that that was so good yeah no it is really good and when you think about like if you're waiting till you have the skill Mm. it's like not physically like think of anything in the entire world that you that is a skill that can be learned immediately without going through like the bambi wobbly legs phase you know i i think about how like what uh some of the hardest part of the work is like um helping people through very emotional moments and that is impossible to know how to handle prior to being faced with it and you will um what's a good word for this you will sometimes not successfully serve your clients through those when you're new because they're really hard and you haven't seen them you haven't seen those types of meltdowns and heartbreaks and things enough times but after a while not only are you really good at spotting them and helping them hey are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally i thought that might be you and if so we have created our best ever yet resource for you totally free this is a masterclass. i've called it my masterclass because i have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA, and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining 
the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Uh, but you see them coming in advance because you know what it looks like. Uh, you've seen different types of people and how different types of people think and operate and um, those sort of allow you, like you, you then create categories in your mind. It's actually quite an organized thing that you can start doing. And you get, that's, it's the only way to get really good at what I think, I'm curious what you think, Ash, but what I think is one of the most important parts that you cannot learn until you start doing which is reading between the lines of every word that everyone says. Woo! When I started, I was, I had a hard time with this. This was like, um, yeah. you know, what, you know, people say what they feel or believe. And it's really hard for you to, to, um, you just empathize with them and you want to tell them how it's not true. But like, actually what, what they're saying isn't directly what they need to talk about, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh. I can go on for this forever. Yes. So, I mean, thankfully by the time I got to coaching HA, I have been coaching for five years. And so, I mean, Mm. so like my first year coaching in general, but then before that I taught kindergarten double PE. So I had 40 kindergartners. So, I mean, could you imagine like the emotions there? And, and, and then I taught health in middle school, <laughs> middle school. They're so wild. So thankfully, so when, so like when I first started, started my even teaching career, uh, I had little to no skill every single year and every, in every single situation gives you context so that now the things that I'm pulling on now is like when I was probably dealing with a kindergartner crying at me about something or you know what I mean or passive aggressively choosing not to do something hence why I know that you can't force anybody to do anything because I couldn't force a kindergartner to get on a line right (laughs) you know what I mean it's just like one of those things and so it's like every single experience you have is going to teach you as long as you remain teachable Now, now that doesn't mean that you're not confident but we're, but meaning that like, let's be confident in the things like I'm confident that I can be a good listener. I'm confident that I can meet you with compassion. I'm confident that I have, you know, gone through the course and honestly, Dan and I have put so much in there of every type of experience we have come across, like when it comes to symptoms, Mm. you know, those types of things. So you are actually, instead of having to have my four years of teaching, my five years of coaching, and then my like three years of like HA coaching, like you get all of that in there from my experiences. Right. So like, so like you get to build off of what, like, of what like we've learned. Right. So like, you're not starting at ground zero. You know what I mean? Just like technically I didn't start at ground zero because I had an internship when I was teaching. Right. So like I was learning from some, I mean, that was a horrible internship, but at least I learned what not to do. So it is beneficial. But it's like one of those things of um, every single situation you have is going to teach you, is going to teach you how to navigate that person and or someone that's similar. And so you won't get experience unless you get started. There is no way that you're going to be able to study enough without being able, because think about like you can actually go to a mindset coaching but until you apply it, mm-hmm. it's not yours yet. It's not, it's not your knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's not in your toolbox as long as it remains on the screen through like an instructional video. It has to come out of that into the tangible world and you have to try it before you can even take ownership of it, right? So at some point, like, like you can study, 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 study and actually never help anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that, that hits good. we were just talking about that earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are not like that you know and I think that um I don't want to like toot our own horn <laughs> but 
you know, we're not, we didn't create this like course and this practice with the total opposite of what we're telling you right now, if this makes sense. Like we, we didn't have some moment where some like Kim Kardashian like promoted our business and it blew up. That has never happened. That'll be great, but it hasn't. Um, We did not go to school specifically for this issue. We are not medical doctors that have like something um, behind our name that we can sort of just use as a, um, you know, it's just like super handy. You just say, I'm a doctor, like, boom, what are you going to say? You know, Um, we didn't have any of that. We didn't have a ton of experience building practices online with some, um, but not a lot. And everything we just went through, it's like, we started, we just, by having some curiosity, by being open to like giving this a shot and making some mistakes and learning along the way. Um, and with time, it's funny, Ashley and I are really going through the business right now and, um, tightening up some, some things in our messaging and our offering and realizing like, wow, look at all this stuff we built. That's actually like, 75% of the way there just needs some, some finessing for us, like really get to that next level in our practice. But wow, we really, really, really built that out of nothing and made a ton of results for people along the way and invented our own, uh, you know, strategy for getting results that just was built over the course of working with a client, fumbling through, getting a result, sharing it with each other, adding it to our process. And then like now we've, now we take everyone through a very similar specific like process to help make sure that they're getting the the same result every time, rinse and repeat. And that y'all was like built from depending on who you are right now listening, potentially less experience than you have right now, you know, like less traditional level of qualification. We went and got our education and got that qualification and stuff, but I, we started the business first and then we went and got that stuff, which is like, not everyone has to do it this, the way we're doing it, but we're telling you, like, you cannot say to us, you're, <laughs> you, you're starting in like, you know, further back than we started. And we have a full-on like successful practice. I think that's pretty damn cool um, and encouraging that if you want to do it, you're ready. And it doesn't mean you have to go out tomorrow and start working with people, not necessarily advised. Um, But it does mean like you have, have full permission to begin the process whatever that looks like for you, whether it is gaining some education or whether it is turning to someone like joining, um, you know, the HA society and coming in a call and speaking up and providing feedback and and advice to someone or whatever it is for you. So you're ready. Yeah. I love that because honestly, I mean, now, now we have a proven process. You're right. Mm -hmm. Like we have a specific proven process that, that like be taking that, like we take everyone through but that was really something that we created to meet the need because nobody else is teaching it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're not a rocket scientist, you know what I mean? <laughs> but nobody else is doing it. And I think after a while, whenever you hear so many stories of women being told to freeze their eggs and you're like, um, but, but why? You know what I mean? And again, nothing against that, but honestly, at the end of the day, and one of the things that I like to really hone in on is that by doing this job, you are simply providing the full context, like the other side of like the things that they have learned, whether it's about blood sugar levels. Yes. But it's been so warped through Instagram and all these other things. But now like you're just, telling them the other side so that, that so that they have a complete information about it and now they can make an informed decision right so it's really just 
there's so much power in educating women so that they can make their own decisions. That's really what it comes down to. So one of the things, I mean, I mean, I still chat with her. She, so she was in the HA society and she had posted, Hey, my doctor told me that I need to freeze my eggs and come to find out a doctor, three different doctors told her that she needed to freeze her eggs. Okay. Here's a kicker. She was in her fourth recovery cycle, ovulating just fine. And she still had doctors telling her to freeze her eggs. And then she accidentally got pregnant on the fifth recovery <laughs> cycle. And I, you know, and so I was able to, you know, I said, Hey, you know, that's interesting. Can like you send me your labs? Like, do you have a chart? Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I hadn't dealt with anybody being told to freeze their eggs yet. You know what I mean? But I was like, okay, if someone's telling you to freeze their eggs, I, I'm just curious. <laughs> what yeah. do your labs look like? What are they seeing? They're just like, oh my gosh, you instantly need to freeze your eggs. Please come in and freeze your eggs. Right. And so I was like, can you just send me like, and I'm expecting like horrible yeah. labs. Oh, I want to learn what this. Yeah. Conclusive. I, I, mean, I mean, because think about whenever you look at my labs, my estrogen was less than six. My FSH and LH was like 0.02. I, I mean, I'm not saying that I have the worst labs or I had the worst labs on the face of the earth, but what I'm saying is that it, it was pretty bad. You know what I mean? And nobody told me to freeze my eggs. So I was like, I am just interested. Ooh, I, I mean, like, and I'm like bracing myself about how horrible these labs are going to be. You know what I mean? And come to yeah. find out, come to find out her doctor was going off of FSH that was in the luteal phase rather than FSH in the she had had, had four recovery periods at that four point. recovery periods yeah. so mind you I'm like now like the story is getting even more interesting I'm like hold on you, wait wait let me pause like you're you're ovulating she's like yeah how many times like how many like recovery periods four and I'm sitting here like am I crazy is this not adding up and then when I looked at the labs I said okay so why did they tell you again asking questions why did they tell yeah. you that you like you needed to freeze your eggs? Well, because my FSH is so low. I was like, oh, okay. And I looked at it and it did look, I mean, it didn't look, it wasn't point 0.2, I'll tell you that much, right? So again, I was like, okay. Like, I think it was maybe around like five or something like maybe four or five. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and mind you, I've seen tons of labs like this and none of my clients have been told to freeze their eggs yet. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I said, you know, by chance, do you know when these labs were taken? Like what part of your cycle? And so she looked at the date. She looked at when, you know, when, you know, her like cycle charting and she goes, oh, it was on cycle day, like 25. I was like, well, I a hundred percent expect your FSH to be low in your luteal phase. Like that's not exactly when it's the highest. And so I was like, well, this is what I think. And was honestly, it a regular GP? All three were like regular GPs. Or dude, surely they weren't gynecologists or well, it was a well, it was three different doctors telling her or three different times telling her to freeze her eggs. So it yeah. would have had to have been somebody specialized Gender, up higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Had, yeah. So this but this stuff happens yes. all the time. And you know, I didn't have the answers before, but I just simply said, okay. Just out of curiosity, would you, you know, before you freeze your eggs, I would probably just get your FSH tested in yeah. your follicular phase so that we just have an accurate reading of where yeah. it's truly at. And Can't so tell you how many times it's it's often just like a well, yeah, of course it reads that way because you took it at X point in your cycle. Exactly. All the so time. I'm, and so what I'm saying is that I didn't come to the table with some I, you know, like I don't know everything there is about freezing eggs. I don't even know the process. And I didn't need that. I just needed to be curious and take the basic information about mm -hmm. when to test your labs and apply it to what we're seeing. So my whole point is, is that I didn't need to know everything there, there is on freezing eggs. You know, you just needed to know like how the female reproductive system works and what makes sense, which is what we teach in the course, right? Like yes. we don't actually <laughs> teach you how to, how to pull labs um this is a holistic ha practitioner certification so there is no like lab pooling this is like how do you help people by just having a very robust knowledge of ha 
and then versus what a normal reproductive system is meant to look like. And then how do you review someone's life and mindset, connect the dots, um, you know, and then, yeah, like guide them through like mm-hmm. the, their doctor's appointments with them. Yeah. And so in the course, while like we don't order labs from somebody, we a hundred percent. Not be- yet. One yeah. Day. Yeah. Not yet guys. Hang on, hang on to your pants. We get in there. Um, but you know, like we teach you, this is, this is what the optimal ranges are. This is what we've seen. So, you know, like, again, like we're giving you our knowledge. This is the lowest I've ever, you know, like we tell you like this is FSH at the lowest that we've ever seen. And this is the highest that we've seen. Like, this is what we've seen in improvements. And so it really is one of those things of, I don't have to be a rocket scientist (laughs) to look at somebody's labs and just ask questions that clearly somebody missed when trying to convince this person to freeze their eggs three times. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we have another podcast episode with Karina and she was told to freeze her eggs. And I was like, again, I was like, I'm not yeah. a professional. The, on February, this. the February 16th bonus episode. If y'all missed it. Yes. Yes. It's coming out. Um, well, yeah, it's out. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm just looking at the calendar. You know what I mean? And so I just naturally had a few questions of, Hey, how does estrogen or never having estrogen because it's primary amenorrhea affect your AMH levels? Again, I don't have to be a rocket scientist, but we do have to like ask questions, think Mm. critically. And so I think we all have the ability to do that, or we have the ability to learn how to do that. Again, we're not like, like we weren't born with this knowledge. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing with, um, with the certification too, this is a big part of why we're adding in the mentorship. So there's like, oh, a, yes. a, after, if, if you join within the first week of enrollment, so it's like a, a fast action bonus type thing, uh, you'll get that included for free. So you can come and chat with us and like bring your case studies every month. Hey, this is like a, something I'm seeing. I don't, you know, have you seen this in practice? Getting that advice and guidance, that's a something that's an option for people who really want to take this type of stuff seriously. So we are very excited that the Holistic HA Practitioner Certification is currently open for enrollment. Um, at the time of this of this listening, I have no idea. <laughs> Let's look. Let's look. Uh, you know, of course, we're recording a little bit in advance. I mean, I look forward to having people to mentor through this. Like I... I like, this is my zone of genius is like pouring into people, pouring into other coaches um, because I don't have any ego about keeping my knowledge to myself. Like I am here to empower other women to also empower other women. And so Mm -hmm. I'm hoping someone takes advantage of that uh, fast action because I want to mentor you. <laughs> okay, so I have it here. So this I'm glad I checked, guys. So this episode is coming out on March 15th. So enrollment has been already open for two weeks. So you know what we're gonna do? You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have the fast action bonus be the first two weeks okay, of enrollment. So basically, you have until Friday, the 17th. Um, to get the the mentorship thrown in but you know if you listen to this too late don't worry you're, we're still going to be um, providing an option for people to purchase to have access to that mentorship it's it's not going to be um, inaccessible if it's something that you really want so definitely head over and if you're really really on the fence and you're like look I hear what you're saying <laughs> but I you know worry that I have you know this and this, and I just don't know if this is going to work for me or whatever. Book a call with us. Um, if you go to the hasociety.com forward slash certification, you can book a call with either Ashley or myself, and we will just chat with you. It's a no, no pressure, no commitment call. Just help you figure out if the certification is right for you right now. Um, talk you through how it works. But you know, it's it's gonna be a bunch of fun. Is Ashley and I giving you our everything that we've learned? 
we have really poured a lot into um, the entire course from start to finish, everything of like, what is HA? Why is it why is it happening in our world? How is it presenting from the outside? How is it presenting on the lab work? And then all the way through to coaching strategies, special circumstances like primary HA, PCOS, and HA at the same time. Um, other like interesting tidbits here and there that I think that you may not expect are really huge pieces of HA that we have in the course. So it's not just like, hey, energy in, energy out, no period. If you're not eating enough, it's like, hey, here's the direct impact on the endocrine system when you are going through an acutely stressful event versus when you're going through a chronically stressful event and how you can identify this in an individual client um, all the way through to like what we were talking about before. Hey, Clients are saying this. He's had a read in between the lines of what this really means. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about that. I have added in some case studies of, you know, individuals with digestive issues, which I know is kind of like a big thing. Um, and then, like she said, like woven between everything is here's not how to force your client to quote unquote, eat clean because that's optimal nutrition. This is how you get your client to eat more so that they can restore their thing, you know, so that they can restore their energy balance and restore ovulation. And then if it's important to them, you know what I mean? But, but what is important to you that doesn't mean it's always important to them. Like, so again, rather than it being about you, it's about them. And plus once they get curious themselves. Hey, what are your thoughts on optimal eating? You know what I mean? And maybe that's further down the line once their energy balance has been restored and they're not in a restrictive mindset. Maybe that's the place where you share, but leading with that may not always be the best. You know what I mean? So it's just something to consider. What are their goals? Not what are your goals for them? What are their goals? Yeah, I think that's something that makes the certification really unique <laughs> is that it's not really just like the academic, what you need to know from um, the textbook or even what we see in practice in terms of like labs and symptoms. But yeah, also like how do you build that rapport with your client? How do you build trust so that they are in a confident and supported state in order to make the change they need to make? And and giving you the like roadmap and the skills and the tools to identify what a client may need to hear. Cause yeah, it's not always what you default or what you think they need to hear, or even what you specialize in, you know? And so sometimes, yeah, you need to get really curious to be like, hmm, I wonder if what would work for me in this situation may not work for this person in terms of like a reframe or something like that. So there's a lot to glean because I think a lot of us would agree that HA is um, half, if not more, a psychological challenge. So oh, yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So learn more, guys. Enrollment is open right now. So learn more at the hasociety.com forward slash certification and see if this is going to be right for you. This is our first ever launch of the program. So there is a the early bird price, which will be going up on the 17th. And then quite frankly, we'll probably raise it again for the next cohort. Oh, yeah, so definitely. this is definitely, <laughs> like, if you are a, I love being in on the ground level of something. Um, this is definitely an opportunity for you. We cannot wait to see you inside of the HAP certification. Yep. Look forward to journeying with you guys. <laughs> Okay, you can stop the recording. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor, and we love it. 
it's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net, 
and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.